In this week's episode of the Speak Like Me podcast, Chris goes strawberry picking, I test drive a motorbike, and we discuss life in Bali and Australia. I was literally standing on the street for this whole episode, so I hope it doesn't sound too bad. Alright guys, welcome back to episode 49 of Speak Like Me podcast. I'm Jacob from England. And I'm Chris from Australia. And we are taking this podcast to a whole new level of ghetto. <laughs> and for those of you who don't know ghetto, it may, in this context it means like not professional, you know. Yes. Because uh, like, it's not like we're normally that professional, but we have we have some things, you know. We have like the studio... It's not that bad, but today, Chris, it's uh, so I'm in I'm in Australia right now. Um, I'm in Cairns at the top of Australia. So we said episode fifty, and it ended up being episode forty nine, but just one of us. Um, but let me just show you, Chris, where I am right now. So I am sat mm-hmm. on the steps of the entrance to the hostel. So we've got the entrance to the hostel here. I guys, I am literally standing on the street. Like this is, I'm just on a main street right now. <laughs> oh my god! I'm, I'm outside Woolworths, which is um, like a supermarket chain here, which we used to have in the UK. We used to have Woolworths, and then it went bankrupt about 15 years ago. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So, and it was a big deal because it was one of the, like the main high street shops, you know, and it yeah. just it just went bankrupt. But it seems to be a bit of a different Woolworths here. Like, um, it's basically like a it's like a supermarket. Is that what you think of as Woolworths? Or yeah, absolutely. It's one of the big two supermarkets. Okay, because because the when other it was one being the, Coles, right? Because when I was in the UK, like fifteen years ago, Woolworths was like kind of like the shop that had everything. You know, like if you wanted to buy someone a present, that's where you would go, and you would just find everything oh. there. They had like a amazing pick and mix uh, sweet selection. Can you hear that bus going by? Not at all. <laughs> really? Yeah. Nothing, okay, that was like no, a really loud bus just went past me. So I've turned on this. So guys, we're using this like remote podcasting software for the first time. And it has this button that says, if you don't know what you're doing, click here. <laughs> so <laughs> so I, I clicked it and it's like there's like noise reduction and it makes the levels supposedly better. So maybe it's working. Maybe it's working. But so yeah, first time doing a podcast uh, from the street. This should be the worst it ever is. And I'm recording through my phone connection right now. Okay. I, I did a lot for this podcast, Chris. Like, I spent my... This is my first day in, in Australia. And I was the whole day I was thinking, how the fuck am I going to do this podcast? Because I can't rely on, on like, hostile Wi-Fi. You know? Like, hostile yeah. Wi-Fi is a, it's actually really good here. Like, it's, like, 50 megabytes down and 30 up, which is really mm. good for, for a hostel. Yeah. But the thing is... with and the Australia. Hostel, yeah, and Australia. But you never know when, like, suddenly a bunch of people are going to get on and start video calling or watching Netflix. So I spent my morning going to the different phone shops. Um, it turns out I can't get a phone contract because I don't have an American bank account, uh, an Australian bank account. Okay. And they, they, that's what they needed. So I went to the bank here. There's like one main bank called Commonwealth. I assume you know that one. Oh, it's one of the big four. Oh, yeah. yeah. What's the other ones? Mm-hmm. Uh, ANZ, NAB, and uh, I can't remember the third. Okay, well, so I went there. And the they, fourth, sorry. 
And they said, sorry, we're closed today. We've got some technical issues. So I was like, great, what am I going to do now? So went back to the phone shop. I got myself a prepaid SIM card with 10 gigabytes of data on it. And uh, the guy in the shop was called Tyler. And I have to say, Chris, it was not a good first impression of your country. Because Tyler was the first guy that I basically spoke to in Australia. And uh -huh. he was so... I sh he, it's like the shop's just down the street, so I shouldn't say this too loudly, but he was so annoying. Uh-huh. How so? He was so annoying. So I was just there to get this SIM card, right? It should have taken two minutes, right? You just like pay it, you put it in the phone, here's the app thing, goodbye. I was there for at least half an hour. He didn't even touch his computer for the first 20 minutes because he was just talking to me about random shit going on okay. in his life. And I was trying to be polite. Like, so he started off like he said something about, and he's like, oh, do you want to pay with cash or card? And I was like, oh, cash. And he was like, really? And I was like, yeah, <laughs> I have cash. And he's uh -huh. like, you know what? I've not seen anyone pay with cash for years, mate. And I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. And he's like, you know what? The only place that you can pay, play cash. And then he said something. He said it's like in the pokies or something. Yeah, at the pokies. So at pokies, the pokies being poker machines, the slot machines. <laughs> I had no idea what he was talking about. And he's like, you don't know pokies, mate. And I was like, no, what the f I don't know what the fuck a poke is. I just arrived here, mate. I've got no idea what you're saying. And he's like, oh, yeah, all, I only have cash at the pokies. And then he starts going on about his gambling. He's like, oh, but I gamble too much, you know, and I blah, blah, blah. And then he's it, like... Well, he's it sounds like a typical Australian then because, yeah, gambling is a huge problem in Australia. It? It's a massive okay. problem. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pokies, um, poker machines in Australia is a huge, huge issue. Like gambling addiction wow. is one of the big issues in Australia at the moment. I didn't know about that. Well, that makes sense because mm. the next thing he said was um, he was like, oh, and I love um, Anzac Day. Am I saying that right? Yep, Anzac Day, yep. Anzac Day. Uh, Chris, do you want to tell the audience what Anzac Day is? Uh, so, first of all, Anzac stands for, stands for, it like means, each of the letters in Anzac means something, and it stands for Australia, New Zealand Armed Corps. Uh, so, the Anzacs are the people that fought for Australia and New Zealand in World War One. And I okay. guess World War Two, But yeah, this is like a, 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 a joined group. Uh, and Anzac Day is the day to celebrate those, uh, uh, to celebrate those soldiers, um, especially those who fought in Gallipoli in Turkey in World War I. Um, and yeah, Anzac Gallip Day Gallipoli? is the 25th Gallipoli. What's that? Uh, it's a beach. It's, it's, a, it's a place in Turkey. Oh, uh, where the Anzac forces um, launched an attack uh, in in Turkey, and okay. I won't go into the history of it, but it is Sounds interesting. Um, it's a uh, uh, like our biggest, like most important, like look. It's like the Pearl Harbor for Australia, right? Like America has right. Pearl Harbor, Australia has Gallipoli. Gallipoli, okay. Um, Australia and New Zealand, I should say. I don't want to. I don't want right. to um, uh, minimize uh, the New Zealand part of this because they're just as important, just as involved. Right. Um, anyway, so Anzac Day is the day, the twenty fifth of March, twenty fifth or twenty sixth. Ooh. Uh, um, where we celebrate that. Um, 
And to celebrate is a funny word because it's not a day worth celebrating. It's terrible. Well, so the um, word would be commemorate? Yeah, yeah, to commemorate this. And I've taught that before to my students. That c Commemorate, it means sort of celebrate, but not necessarily it's like a celebration. It's like you're remembering something big that happened. Very often when it like, comes to like, special dates with world wars and things like that. Yep. And this guy, can you hear that massive taxi sound next to me? No. Wow. Not at all. I'll when you're not speaking, it's silent. If that doesn't... Wow, okay, yeah. So, um, so this guy, he was like, oh, you don't know Anzac Day? And I was like, I've heard of it, but honestly don't really know what it is. And he was like, oh, mate. It's, and he told me what you told me. Then he's like, oh, it's the best day, mate, because it's the only day you can play two ups. And I was like, two up? Am I saying it right? I've got no idea. Yeah, two, yeah, two up. Two up. Two up. And I, again, I had no idea what this was. I was like, oh, my God, this guy just keeps saying words. I've got no idea what he's saying. Um, so what is two up, Chris? Uh, I can't fully remember it, but it's like it, it involves flipping. To, like people gather in a circle and it involves a person, <laughs> I think, flipping two coins at once. And you have oh. to like signify with your hands on either your head and your tailbone, like what you think the result is going to be. Like, is it going to be two heads? Is it going to be oh. two tails? Is it going to be one of each? And okay. it's something something like that. I can't fully remember. Right. Okay, so uh, he, didn't, but, uh, he didn't explain it well. He basically made it sound like it was heads and tails. And, I, and he was like trying to explain it to yeah, me. Yeah, like, kind of. But it's like two of them at the same time, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, so he was telling me about that. And then he was like, so where are you from, mate? And I was like, oh, God. I, was like, I just want my SIM card, mate. I've got a lot of things to do today. But I couldn't tell him that. And uh -huh. I sat with him for about 20, 25 minutes. And he was not like a cool guy. I wasn't having like the best conversation of my life. I was mm. just trying to... And I kept sort of like looking at his screen like intently. Mm. And in intently is a good word. A lot of Czechs wouldn't know that. It means when you do something or look at something with intent. And intent, it means like there's like a purpose to why you're doing something, right? So if you look at something intently, it means like you're looking at, at it, like you're expecting some like thing to come from it. You're looking for the purpose, right? Yeah. So well, I like, would the translation be like Naskvaleni or Naskvaleno or something like that? Well, that's like Naskval on, on purpose. Is on purpose. Yeah. yeah, that's on purpose. Um, and I know that the verb to intend is hodlat. So hopefully check speakers, you can kind of understand from that what it means. So I looked intently at the screen, but he's kept ignoring me. And then like, oh my God. And then, he, and then like, I, I just asked him like a basic question. I was like, so what's the kind of speeds can I expect for on this SIM card, you know? Like, do you have 5G? And he's like, oh, mate, yeah, yeah, but it all depends on where you live. And then he starts talking me through, Chris. I'd kid you not. And that's a nice expression. I kid you mm. not is when you're about to say a story which you're not kidding. You're not joking. You're being 100% true. I kid you not. He started talking me through almost every major town on the East Coast, talking about the level of, of 5G there, all the way from Cairns okay. down to Brisbane. Then he's like... <laughs> and, and, and he got to one place, because this was, this was with Telstra, one of the main mobile phone providers. And he was the going down... main mobile phone provider. Oh, is it? Okay. So he was going down, and he's like, oh, we're the best one here, and blah, blah, blah. Then he's like, now this town... This town, this is the only town where in the specific place, Opt Optus is like a little bit better than Telstra. But only in one little place, I'll tell you. 
and people <laughs> fucking wear it on their t-shirts that they've got better, you know, uh, 5G than, than Telstra. And he was just going on and on about it. I was like, dude, just give me my fucking SIM card. <laughs> <laughs> it was like seriously like half an hour. And I was like, I don't want to spend my whole day in the Telstra place, you know? Yeah. And then after I got the SIM card, I went outside. I get a call from this. I get a call, right? And I'm like, this is a brand new number. Who's calling me? So I answer it. And it's that guy again. Oh, my God. And he's like, oh, hi, Jacob. I I forgot to do something with you. I'm going to get in trouble. I've got to to set up your um, your Telstra Plus account or whatever it's called. And he's like, do you mind if we do it together on the phone? So I spent another 10 minutes with him setting up this Telstra Plus thing. And then he's, he was like, oh, you've got to give me 10 stars on the feedback. You've got to give me 10 stars, mate. And I was like, oh, Jesus, man. You're so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> and what are you? Well, I've not done it yet. I think I got the email, but I have not. Um, I'll give him some stars. Like, and he was telling me, he's like, you can't give me anything less than nine. Anything less than nine is negative feedback, bro. That's what they tell us. Uh-huh. I was like, okay, man, I'll give you nine stars. Like, oh. <laughs> Oh, and then he got my, this is a crazy guy. He got my date of birth and he got so excited. He's like, oh, we're the same year. We're the same year, mate. We're both 1993. So exciting. Uh-huh. But he was like so not cool, you know? Yeah. It was just such a weird, like, I was like, welcome to Australia, you know? Oh, my God. Anyway, Look, how well, are you doing, Hopefully Chris? you've met some, uh, yeah, I'm doing all right. But hopefully yeah. you've met some uh, more interesting people uh, since then. I have to say, everyone I've met so far, I've not like really met anyone deeply, just like people in shops and stuff. But everyone I've met so far has been really friendly, really nice. Um, like I went to a coffee shop this morning to get a coffee. And I thought I would like, as I'm here, I can like tell the audience the cost of things, right? So a coffee was like 70 crowns, if you convert it. It's like more or less the same as in Prague. And it was good. It's good coffee. And yep. uh, yeah, the w- woman there was really nice. I started talking to a few, of th- a few of the people in the coffee shop, and they were all really friendly and interested that I was in Australia, giving me some tips. And uh, I asked them how much it costs like to live every day if you like, eat out all the time. And they looked at me what like I was. They, an, say? they looked at me like I was an alien. They're like, like every day, like, <laughs> like every meal. And I was like, yeah. And they were like, "Oh, you got to learn how to cook, mate. You can't, uh-huh. <laughs> you can't be eating out every day." And I was like, "Really? I'm from Czech Republic. Central Europe is is doable, you know. If you get your pizza from Papa Cipolla, um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not really doable. Even even then, like spending <laughs> how know. much? Money, even if you get three, yeah, getting three pizzas a day from Papa Cipolla, <laughs> that's like 450 crowns a yeah, day." I know. I know, <laughs> but I, I basically get two meals a day, and that's what I'm doing here as well. I just put okay. um, a photo on Instagram, um, and guys, if you want to see photos of behind the scenes in Australia, follow Speak Like Me Prague on Instagram. I had my first meal today. Um, I had a steak with chips and gravy, and it was a special deal. Well, they have this special deal every day. Ten Australian dollars, Chris, mm. for a steak and fries and gravy. Not and uh, in, that's 147 crowns, guys. Absolute bargain. I'm not going to lie. It was not very good. It was not a good steak. <laughs> but it wasn't like disgusting. Like, I could eat it. It's calories. And um, yeah, not bad. Not bad. So I've spent $22 today, Chris. That's not bad on food. Okay. Because I had a coffee. All right. <laughs> what else did I have? I had a sandwich for $6 from Woolworths. 
and mm-hmm. a steak. Totally doable. Okay. <laughs> All right. So just keep in mind that 22 times 30 is 660 Australian dollars. Yeah, that's really cheap. What's that in crowns? It's like almost nothing. Uh, almost nothing. 12,000 crowns? Uh, okay. So 660 times, uh, it's about like 15. Um, 15,000? something. Uh, no, 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 no. Like, it's 15 oh, right. okay. uh, crowns to an Australian dollar, I believe. How do I right. press enter? <laughs> you on the iPad? Like, no, I'm... Uh, it's like FaceTiming my granddad. My, uh, I'm, just, I'm just doing it on my phone. Um, but it's okay. like in the Google ad, uh, in the Google app. Right. Uh, or, you know what I mean. Um, yeah. Uh, okay, so six... What did I say? 600... Six hundred sixty. Uh, yeah. Uh, times um, times fifteen because like nine thousand uh, nine hundred. Okay. So, yeah. Well, I, this is today was a special day because I also for lunch I had uh, cornflakes and milk, which I got from mm-hmm. Woolworths last night. I've been here for one day, Chris. I've been to Woolworths three times. It's just okay. so nice because <laughs> I kept forgetting stuff. I had to buy a towel. Um, I've got a lot of random things on my mind. I was gonna kind of be prepared today but one thing that i wanted to bring up with you is uh because mm-hmm. i don't know if this is a me thing or something weird's happening which is my clothes specifically my t-shirts are falling apart over here literally falling apart the first one was yesterday in the in the bali airport it's uh-huh. like a pretty new t-shirt i've had it for a couple of months it's like a it's not like a super cheap one it's like a, a nice normal t-shirt and I was a bit sweaty because I'd been in the taxi and it was really hot in Bali. And I sort of went to sort of scratch my back, right, like the middle of my back. And as I sort of scratched, mm-hmm. it's not like a hard scratch. The whole back of the T-shirt just came off. It was like uh-huh. it was like wet toilet paper. It was like that. And the whole thing just came off like it was nothing. And I had a, I had uh-huh. a hole about a foot in my back. And I was like, what the fuck? And I was like, is it just the heat plus sweat or like... Is it because I had my backpack on yesterday? I don't know what it was. And I thought, well, maybe Wait, it's this just is a... a shirt that you own, that you had bought. Where did like, you buy this shirt? Like like this one, the one that I'm wearing now. Um, I bought it in Spain from like a like a Billabong or something. Like it was like a brand name shirt. It wasn't like a... Okay, and that's an Australian brand as well. Yeah, it wasn't like a cheap, you know, 60 crown shirt from Primark or something where you would expect it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, that's a bit weird. And then this morning, the same thing happened to another shirt. Okay. I just sort of like took my shirt off, and as I did, half of it just fell apart. <laughs> Is this a? Have you, have you washed them <laughs> like in either Bali? Well, yeah, you were in Bali yeah. or while you were I, here. I washed okay, them I when know, I was, maybe it's maybe, but like I'm getting nervous because all my clothes are falling apart. And I can't afford to buy a new shirt every five days, you know? Exactly. <laughs> so this is not but, uh, a famous thing? Yeah, I wanted thing. to say that, no, not at all. Like, I, I thought, like, I, does this happen in Australia? People's, like, I, I thought maybe they're getting eaten by little bugs or something. I, I don't know what's going on. I have two shirts here <laughs> that I still wear, not, like, to nice places or anything like that, um, but two Converse shirts that are, okay. like, well, they might be getting closer to like 15 years old. Um, I bought them a long ass time ago in Australia. Nice uh, use of the ass, by the way. Long ass yeah. time ago. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they're still going strong. Like one of them has a tiny hole 
in one of the armpits. Uh-huh. But uh, yeah, it's fine. Um, they wow. haven't. Yeah, they have. They haven't fallen apart or anything uh, or anything like that. And I spent a lot of time washing those clothes, washing those right. shirts in Australia. So yeah, I would. I don't know. If I had to take a guess, it might be that you washed them um, in Bali and maybe something to do with the water there. Could be. Uh, Because one of my friends, um, she actually complains about the water here, that Prague has like hard water and that it can like be quite damaging to your clothes, like when when washing clothes and like it can uh, make them fall apart much Mm -hmm. faster and so forth. I don't know. I haven't really noticed that but maybe it's just something that I'm not paying attention to. Uh, so, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, it could be. Like, so, that guy, could be you know, <laughs> I bet, like, everyone was expecting fun stories about barley and monkeys and stuff, and, like, I'm just bitching about my clothes falling apart. But uh-huh. it's, like, it's a problem, um, you know. Anyway, Chris, before we get into my, I've got a couple of stories from Bali. Um, a little, not, nothing too dramatic, but just a little bit. But firstly, um, I want to catch up with you a bit. How's your last couple of weeks been? Uh, yeah, it's been pretty good. Uh, it uh, hasn't been too bad at all. Uh, a couple of weeks, uh, two weekends ago, we had a really fun Saturday because we went uh, we went strawberry picking. Oh, lovely! Uh, Barry and I went strawberry picking. Uh, it was a uh, great Czech pastime. Um, and a pastime uh, something means? Uh, means like a hobby, just a yeah. thing to do, a thing to uh, do to entertain yourself. You know, and it's past um, with a T. We talked about this yes. before, I think. Yeah, past time. Yes, we have. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we did that on a uh, on a Saturday morning. It was really nice, and God, it was so busy. So many people there picking their strawberries. Oh yeah, um, and yeah, we <laughs> we ended. Up, it was a little bit funny that like okay. So the way that it worked is that uh, all right, and I'll say that it, we went to Vranjani, and that's all that I need to say for a lot of people in at least in Prague. They is know that what I'm Prague talking or? about. Vranjani is just outside of Prague. It okay. is a a little bit further past um uh it doesn't matter it's it's about like an hour on a the train checks, the checks will know yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah yeah exactly so there's a really big famous um strawberry picking farm there and the way that it works is you it is 80 crowns a kilo that you pick but if you pick uh less than 3 kilos it's 100 crowns a kilo yeah. And before I continue, I just want to point out the word that I'm using there is pick, not pick up. All right. Yeah. When you want to translate spirat to talk about mushrooms, strawberries, apples, vegetables, tomatoes, whatever, you just say pick. Do not say pick up mm. because that sounds like up off the ground, which you might do for some things like a mushroom. Right. But, you uh, don't but typically if you, dr- if you drop it first, right, you drop your mushroom and then you pick it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when you're yeah. talking about like collecting fruits or vegetables yeah. or whatever, because um, you can pick an apple off a tree, you don't pick mm-hmm. it up though, yeah. You know, and you don't pick it down either. You just pick it <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Uh, so if you pick uh, less than three kilos, then uh, it costs a hundred crowns per kilo. So we got our baskets. We got our koshiki. Our, our little How baskets. Cute. Were they made of the um, uh, wicker stuff? Well, not wicker. They were just like really cheap uh, <laughs> uh, uh, wood, like plywood, okay, right. basically. Because, okay. I mean, they make a lot of these, so they just want to make them right. um, as cheaply as possible. Uh, and so we're filling up these two baskets. And I was like, oh, gosh, I hope we make it to at least three kilos. 
Oh, I hope we make it. I hope we've got more than three kilos here. I don't know. Because oh, you don't we'll realize how like, much. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't have scales on me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> while we're out picking out picking strawberries, and so we're in line, we're weighing. It's like, oh god, I hope it's more than three kilos. We ended up with seven kilos of strawberries. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and yeah, it was uh, it was amazing. We used them for a lot of things. Like we made crepes. We made. Uh, 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 Barry made a very traditional southern dessert called strawberry shortcake. Oh, that um, sounds good. Which involves like, well, what they call, what southerners and Americans in general call biscuits, but what you and I would call scones. Yeah. Well, I would call um, it I mean, they're a little bit different, but they're basically the same. Um, and uh, yeah, with strawberries and, and, and cream. Uh, mm. Made that. Uh, uh, she made some jam. Uh, which turned out really well. Um, and we made a syrup for lemonade. So we've got our own homemade strawberry lemonade. Wow. Uh, which is fucking deadly. We had it last night. Uh, for the fir- We tried it last night for the first time because we had to let it sit in the fridge for a week uh, to let the sugar do its thing and dissolve and the strawberries. Let it sit is something specifically used for food when you make something or cook something and it needs to wait for some time before you yeah. eat it let it sit yeah. like okay. you take a cake out of the oven right you can't just eat it straight away you have to yeah. wait let, you have let, to it, let sit. it sit yeah um so we had that last night we tried it last night for the first time and it was deadly it's so 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 good nice um uh yeah 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 so that was a really nice thing that we did uh, that we did last weekend um and uh yeah just Hanging around, uh, went around Prague on Saturday, nothing too special. It was special for us, but, you know, nothing particularly uh, uh, worth, uh, nothing particularly interesting for other people worth mentioning. But, yeah, yeah. going strawberry picking was, was heaps fun. Yeah, heaps fun. So heaps is one of these Australian words, and they use it all the time. It means like a lot of or super or very. Cause I, and have, I, you, have you heard it a lot so far? Actually, not yet. Um not yet. I've seen it on a poster. Um, it was like heaps good or something. Um, yep. But no. But I have been confused by a few things. Um, so I went, I had a bit of a weird day today. My first, I'll get to Bali in a second, but long story short, I didn't like it very much. Um, but yeah, first day here. So I, I went to try and sort out the phones for the podcast. And by the way, I just tested the uh, speeds I'm getting on this SIM card. 400 mm. megabytes download speed. Okay. That's insane. That's like, I've never seen that before. Anyway, and then I got this crazy idea, Chris, that I was just going to go and buy a motorbike. Um, I was just like, I've wanted to for a while. And I was, I found this motorbike shop here in Australia. And I was like, you know what? I could just go and get one, drive it down the coast and sell it at the end. I'll probably lose like a thousand euros or something in the, in the sale. Yeah. But, a thousand euros is a is a pretty decent price to pay for a lot of fun, and I love motorbikes. So, and for people who can't see Chris's face, he's giving me a very judgmental look right now. Very, very judgmental. <laughs> that sounds like a ridiculous idea, but yeah, yeah like I don't well, like motorbikes as much as you do. So yeah, so um, so I went to the motorbike shop and um, saw I saw this bike looked really nice, and I was like, so can I buy it? And he said, oh, you got to have your your CRN. I was like, what the fuck is a CRN? It's a customer reference number. 
some mm-hmm. kind of magic number you need to have for um, Department of Transport to be able to buy a bike. I didn't have it. And he's like, oh, you need, you need it, but, you, but don't worry, mate, because your, your bike comes with your rego, and we'll even take you to the, to the servo, and we'll fill you up. And I was like, rego? Servo? Registration. <laughs> well, <laughs> I assumed, I kind, of, I kind of assumed it meant registration, but like, it was just the way that he was saying it completely not ironically. Because I'm used to yeah. like people saying Australian things, and then we have a bit, a bit of a joke about it in the office, you know. But this was the first time it was like he was com- being completely serious. Wait, and when I, I say Australian things, I'm being very fucking yeah. s- sincere. <laughs> I know you when do. I but I say then, like, Devo, I'm not saying it just because they're like, oh, they'll get a fucking laugh yeah, out of this. But, it's like, no. But like, if you sit around other teachers in the office, like we have a bit of a laugh because it's funny, you know. But here, like, the only one laughing is me. So, um, so he's like, you got to go to this office and get your, get your C- CRN. So I walked to this office, which was about 45 minutes because I've got no car, right? I've got no way of getting around other, other than walking. So I walked there, waited for about an hour and a half in this fucking Department of Transport, you know, like government office. And I was like, this is how I'm spending my first day getting this fucking, you know, number. I sat there for ages. Um, and what I found funny was on the, on the TV screen in the office, it was like, forgotten to update your rego or forgotten your rego. But uh-huh. it said rego like on the official like screen. Hell yeah, and man. I was like, I, I couldn't believe, like, I've noticed how informal Australian stuff is. Like, even, like, the official notice where usually it would be written properly, you know, they still use, like, the, uh, the acronyms there, which I found quite mm-hmm. funny. So I waited there, finally got my number, went back to the shop, gave them my number, and, I, and um, he was like, oh, I'm sorry, mate, but um, the bike you wanted, we just realized it's broken. I was like, uh-huh. I, went to turn, I went to turn it on and it doesn't work. <laughs> I was like, well, glad you found that out now, two minutes before yeah. selling me that piece of shit. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Because it was quite a good price. Um, okay. And I was like, it was 3000 Australian dollars, which is really cheap. And um, I was like, wow, this is really, it's like a bargain, you know? Um, but sometimes things are too good to be true, guys. So it's broken. So um, he let me test drive a different bike. So I test drove this pretty nice motorbike. It was like $8,000 and it was nice. And they let me have it for half an hour, which I thought was pretty nice. And um, drove it around the coast a bit and it was a lovely drive. Are you still there, Chris? You've gone dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, right. So your camera turned off for a second. Um, And during that half an hour test drive, do you know what I realized, Chris? What did you realize, Jacob? I don't need a motorbike. I was being dumb. <laughs> like, I think I just hadn't driven one for so long, hadn't ridden one for so long that I like really felt the need. Uh-huh. And to be honest, I got, I got it all out in that half an hour. I was like, well, okay. that was fun. That was fun. But now I don't really feel like I need to do it down the whole East Coast. Sure, good. Okay, that's you know, a really good phrase there. You said you got it out. And the yeah. full thing there would be to get something out of your system. Yeah, I'll write that right? down. Right? So we have this, uh, yeah, have a, have a saying about having something, this feeling in your system, a feeling that you need to do something. Um, and, uh, uh, yeah, we say, uh, well, in, in your case, you had this need to drive a motorbike, right? And so you went and, and, ri- and rode your motorbike for a little bit and you got it out of your system. Yeah. Sometimes people need feel the need to like scream and shout and whatever because they're angry or whatever. 
And then when they do it, they they got it out of their system. Uh, and to, what you might say to someone is let it out. Sure. Like if you're telling them that that's what they need to do, you can say, just let it out, cry, mm-hmm. scream, do whatever you want, just let it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's what you can sort of like kind of um, give other people permission to do, you know. But what you do is you 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 get it out of your system. Yeah. yeah. So I got it out of my system, which that, so that test drive saved me like $8,000, Chris. So... <laughs> all right test drives i'm a big fan of test drives now like really really like them but Uh um anyway so that's been my first day it's been a bit of a weird day i'm staying in this hostel here which is actually really quite nice it's not a party place um but i'm staying in a room with nine other guys oh how's that going for you uh well not the best time of my life like so the thing is with these hostels across Australia is you always have mixed rooms and then girls' rooms, right? That's the two options. Mm-hmm. It's like 10-person mixed or 10-person girls. So obviously, why would a girl choose the mixed room when she can choose the girls' room? So every because girl chooses... Oh, is it? Yeah, well, it should be. But, well, at least the, the hostel that I worked at, um, the girls' rooms were a little bit more expensive. Oh. Uh, and um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And, then, and I also, did maybe they're traveling with a guy. Well, yeah, that would make sense. But yeah, well, in this place, it's the same price. Cause I looked it up. I, I did notice in one place it was cheaper in the mixed one. But um, anyway, so I've got like nine guys in my mixed room. I walked in there, and it's just everything I kind of uh, dreaded it would be. And to dread is a good word. It's the opposite of look forward to. So I always tell people there's kind of like three levels. There's like you're looking forward to something. And then the, then the middle level is you're not looking forward to something. And then even lower than that is you're dreading something. In Czech, this is djesice. So it was everything that I had been dreading. Underwear all over the floor. It smelled bad. Like the whole room just smelled mm. of underwear. Um, and so I got into bed and... It was dark in there, so I didn't want to turn the lights on. And for some reason, like, the bed... I don't know. Tell me if this is normal in hostels. The bed hadn't been made. Like, the sheet was just, like, folded on the bed. And I had to, like, make the unfold the sheet and put the sheet around the bed. Is that normal? Uh, it depends on the hostel, but yes, absolutely. That's, that's okay. a, a normal practice, yeah. Okay, so I, I had to do that. And then I had these two guys in the room that were snoring so, so loud. Like... Mm. But what was crazy is like their snoring was kind of, kind of in like just perfectly out of sync. Like one of them uh-huh. would snore, and then the other one would snore as the the other one wasn't, you know. And it's like snore, 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 snore. But like literally uh-huh. perfectly timed. I thought they were doing it as a joke because it was like so perfectly done, you know. <laughs> and they were both like really loud, kind of what you would, like over the top snoring that you would do as a joke. But you okay. don't think anyone actually snores like that? But they were they no, were for people real. absolutely do. And firstly, I almost started laughing. Secondly, I was like, "How am I going to get to sleep with this?" Mm-hmm. It was just so loud. In the end, I managed. But I think. Yeah, well, I, I forgot to buy some today, but I might go to Woolworths again for the fourth time in twenty-four hours, and try <laughs> try and find some try and find some uh, earplugs. But anyway, so that's been my Australia experience so far. So living the dream podcasting on some steps outside a hostel on a main street there's a car just casually blazing music right now right next to blaring me. music blazing we would say 
you said blazing. Yeah, that's uh, what I said. It would, Is that... Yeah, but it would be blaring music. Okay. So to, uh, blare, to blare. Yeah, is to blazing play music. is like, well, fire. Um, yeah. You know, 420 blaze it. It's like you're smoking <laughs> something. Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. For music, you would use the word blaring to blare. Yeah. Okay. Um, something you said earlier, Chris, um, was still going strong. I can't remember what you're talking about now. Can you remember? Um, oh, your shirts. You bought your shirts oh, uh, yes. from Australia yeah. 10 years ago or something, and they are still going strong, which I thought was a nice expression. To still be going strong, it means to still be working, essentially. Mm. And you can use it, use it for things, like these microphones are still going strong after a year and a half of using them. And... I think you can also use it with people, right? You can say, oh, my grand, how's your, how's your granddad doing? He's like, oh, still going strong, still walking mm-hmm. every day. And yeah, so people as well can be still going still strong. Still active, still doing yeah. stuff, yeah. So yeah, I thought that was a nice little phrase. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. Chris, we only have, um, we've got like, what, just half an hour left, maybe 25 minutes. We're going to try and keep it short today because um, it's quite late over here at 7 p.m. And Chris has got stuff to do. Oh, Chris, what time is it for you? Uh, right now it is 10 past 11. Okay, so like you're in the middle of your work day, you're uh, teaching. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And when when yeah, you only class? able to do this because I had a cancellation. Right. Uh, otherwise, I usually have a, a lesson at this time. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then have one more in the afternoon. Okay. Cool. Well, um, would you like a one or two stories from Bali? Yeah, please. I'm sure the listener yeah. is uh, waiting with bated breath to hear about more of your, <laughs> your traveling. So to wait with bated breath is like when you are like very excited and you're like, <gasps> tell me more. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. yeah. So, um, so I was supposed to be in Bali for 25 days. And in the end, I stayed for, what, like 10 days, 11 days? Yeah, I thought you were going to go, I thought you weren't going to be in Australia until like July. Yeah, that was the original plan. And what I Mm. did was I cut my trip to Bali short, which I thought was a really nice expression to cut something short. And it's always some kind of um, like a trip or conference or something like it had a planned time. And then you couldn't do the whole time. So you cut, like with scissors, you cut it short. So I cut my trip to Bali short by two weeks. So you can say how much you cut it short. So I cut it short by two weeks. Now I'm about to... Or, sorry, if I can interrupt. Yeah. Um, oh. You could also say I cut it two weeks short. Oh, yeah, that's nice. Yeah. That's probably nicer. So I, I, cut, my, I, cut, it, I cut my trip two weeks short. Um, because, and this is going to be a very unpopular opinion... So, uh, listeners, please do not judge me too much because I know Czech people freaking love Bali. Like, they love it. Um, I didn't like Bali. I didn't like mm-hmm. it. Um, I thought I would like it, um, but it was like a combination of, of a lot of things. So, firstly, um, like all these things combine to create the vibe. That's not a me vibe. So, listeners, you have to understand that I'm a very uh, clean, organized um kind of person like i like things to be organized and clean and, and quiet and not too crazy that is the opposite of bali right bali is um it's not i wouldn't say it's not like super dirty but it's definitely not clean and it is definitely not organized like the just like the the streets the streets half the streets don't have pavements people just walking on the road the the drivers 
uh, like the, the scooter drivers. Like I knew it would be bad, but I think I didn't really know until I experienced it for myself. You know, it's like mm. it's like the videos you see of like India. You know, it's like I would just, I would say that like all the scooter drivers there are basically suicidal, and they will do anything, anything to get two seconds ahead of the next person. Uh-huh. Like they, it's like they're so impatient and so angry they can't just wait for for like 10 seconds and they were like going up on the pa- sometimes there were pavements and the drive the scooter drivers would go up on the pavements to like get ahead of just one car mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like even if you can see like even if you get ahead of that car you're going to be stuck they will still all of them will swarm and this is a good word this is what bees do they swarm they would swarm around a car to end up at the next kind of choke point the next place that they can't move then they would swarm to the next place, but they're not like making progress. There's no need to do it. They're not getting anywhere really much faster. Uh huh. And because I rented a scooter, I got a scooter and it was really cheap. It was 50 crowns a day for my scooter, which I thought was amazing. And the, the fuel over there, Chris, was insane. I filled up my tank for 30 crowns, I think. Mm-hmm. 30, 40 crowns to fill the tank. That was insane. Like, but just every time I went out on the scooter, I thought I was going to die. I thought it was my last day on earth because <laughs> you just, you can't relax because it's just, you're trying to check your mirrors, right? That's what they teach uh-huh. you in like a, um, you know, Western country. Always check your mirrors, know who's behind you, be aware of your space, you know, be spatially aware. There's no way you can do that there because they're just everywhere. You, let, you have to just look at what's right in front of you and focus on not hitting that thing, you know? And the sure. only way the only way you can survive is to become like them. It's like you can't be a normal kind of Western driver, like checking your mirrors and braking and everything. You have to, it's like a hundred hundred percent or nothing. You have to fucking go for it. So sure. I was driving like a fucking lunatic, basically crying in my helmet, like oh, it's the end. It's the end. <laughs> and when I rented the scooter, it was very clearly stated in the contract um, and stated. I think it's Uvedeni in Czech that like anything goes wrong it's on you there's no insurance included you can't even get insurance as an optional extra okay which i thought was weird it's like you can't even get insurance if you want it i was like i would pay for it you know because i feel like my yeah, chances sure. of crashing like, are high crash? as fuck Jesus, yeah that's so, and it was like, like no we scary. don't do insurance here we don't do insurance uh, if you cr- if you break it you pay for it and that's it and i was like dude okay and i was just really scared um, had some really scary experiences on the bike, and like they, they, it's amazing what they can fit on the back of their motorbikes. I saw some crazy oh, shit. Like, I mean, I haven't been there, so I don't know. But you know, you, you just see pictures in places like this, like Southeast Asia and just South Asia as well. Um, and yeah, they have like massive like hay bales and whatever, just uh, all stacked up on this little scooter that they're transporting <laughs> yeah. from one place to another. It's like Jesus, how is this uh, yeah. balancing on this? You know, I saw this one. It was like it was kind of like a pyramid of cheese. He had like um, on the back of his bike, he had these these baskets full of cheese. But each basket was like a a big basket and there was like five of them stacked on top of each other, held together with string. And it must have been so heavy. Like these were really big baskets. And then he was on the, on the scooter and he had his like one year old son, like that he was like holding with one arm. Oh my God. And uh, the son was like 
honestly, it looked dead, but I think it was just asleep. And his head was like sort of flopping around. And he was like kind of like like cradling him. And to cradle, this is a word that a lot of Czechs will not know, is what you do with a a newborn baby or a very young baby. When you hold it together, you put your arms together in front of you and you hold that baby together. You cradle the baby. He was cradling the baby with one arm and driving his scooter with just one hand, like one hand on the throttle and braking with the same hand. With, with like seven baskets of cheese. Oh my God. And I was like, dude, I just, I can't, I can't deal with this. So that was the first thing was all the traffic. It was really hot, which I was expecting, but it was just a kind of dirty feeling, which mm. I didn't like. And honestly, so I wasn't really into that. And the whole place, it just felt like kind of like the Westerner takeover, you know, it was like, it was like hipster takeover. Um, like all of these towns, and this is a good word, are geared towards Western tourists. So, so ge- catered towards is something that we've explained uh, before. So to cater towards something, um, uh, and yeah, to to gear towards is the exact same uh, yeah, thing. I- it's just like you you have organized this with a specific kind of person uh, in mind. Yeah. This is a really quite good verb. Personally, I would always say gear towards, and I would say cater to, like as a verb. We cater to Czech people. Oh, sure. Um, yeah, yeah. But then cater I would use, as an, I would use as, a, yeah. as an adjective personally, I would say to be geared towards. So all these little towns and stuff are geared towards uh, Western tourists. And just the vibe I got from all these like Westerners living there was really bad. Like, it was like... They were sort of trying to live, they're sort of trying to pro- project the dream life that they're living. You know, it's like hard to express sure. this, but like people didn't seem normal over there. Like like everyone you saw was like trying to look like they're living that life, you know, like wearing the cool beach clothes and, you know, like uh, sunglasses and just just the way that they were acting and walking and just acting, uh, just acting was... And they were just being real douchebags to the people who worked there. Would you say that they were just like, it, it was as if they were living in an Instagram story, but like yeah, the whole yeah, time? Exactly. And it was so annoying. Like, And the conversations they were having, Chris, almost made me want, if I had a gun, I think I would have shot myself. Like okay. I was just sat in a restaurant, just minding my own business. A phrase we've taught before is I was minding my own business and these two girls were just talking about I can't even remember exactly what it was but it was like nothing it was not important they were like gossiping about another friend and they were all like oh my god I hate it when she does that it's just like so rude and did you see this other thing she did oh my god yeah I did it's so crazy the conversation was so inane which is another a very advanced word um, but basically know, means meaningless. Meaningless, yeah. And just, just the, like I saw another guy. I was in a pizza I restaurant. Do, I do just want to point out the irony of this, though, is that like you're also just bitching about this place. You know, they're bitching about their friend. You're bitching about Bali. I mean, <laughs> you know, there's, there's there's a level of comparability here. Um, uh, like the Venn diagram of these two conversations <laughs> is, yeah, well. you know, the, the, the overlaps quite a bit. Just well, saying. 
there was this one guy in a restaurant. It was so rude, Chris. Like, he was like on his laptop, not even on a video call, just like doing emails or something. And this, the girl working in the in the restaurant came over and asked him like, "Everything okay?" And he didn't even he didn't even look at her. He he held up his hand to her mm. face like this. Doesn't even look uh-huh. at her. Just holds his hand to her face. Says nothing. And she just turns around and she was like, and, and she was like, um, like, can I take your food? And he was like, yeah. But just the way okay. that he didn't, he didn't even look at her. He didn't acknowledge that she exists. And he put his hand in her face. I was like, uh, the, the woman was walking towards me afterwards. And I almost stopped her and said, like, look, I'm really sorry for that guy. Like, we're not all like that, you know? Yeah, that's pretty just, shitty. Oh, like... It was so shitty. Yeah. So just the, I don't know, just like the, the vibe of the place. I didn't like it. And I tried talking to a few people and people were not kind of that nice. So I was like, I don't really want to spend, you know, the next three weeks here. Because um, the costs, and it wasn't even that cheap. So I thought the, the cost of living, like pretty similar to, it's not like the same, but Australia is not that much more expensive. So I think I'll just go earlier, you know. Okay then. Yeah. All right. But that's not even the story that happened to me. There's two things that happened to me that I want to mention in the ten minutes we got left. The first one is I had a Tinder date in Bali. Which okay. I did. Yes, I tell did us ex- all about it. And I text you, I think. Didn't I text you just before I went on it saying I'm doing this for the yes. podcast? Yeah. Because the only reason I did that I did this was for podcast content. And I thought like it'd be fun to have like one date in Bali, right? So I get on Tinder and I make a little profile. It's like, hey, I'm in I'm in Bali looking to mingle <laughs> and uh single, not, i'm I, ready to mingle <laughs> yeah i didn't write that but yeah you know um oh, and, and hold on by the way the word mingle is like to hang yeah. around to to socialize a little bit yeah to socialize with other people um it's it's and it often goes with like i'm single and ready to mingle it's like a funny uh little expression but also you can just use it by itself like what am i yes. gonna do at the party you say oh, i don't know just just mingle you know just mm-hmm. walk around the room and socialize and talk to people. So um, I matched with this uh, 37-year-old Canadian girl who looked uh, reasonably nice in the photos. Um, nice blonde lady. And um, we started chatting a bit. And she actually sounded kind of um, kind of nice in the chats. So we were chatting for like maybe half an hour. And, and I was like, hey, I'm in Bali for a couple of days. Do you, you want to go out? We can just get a drink and chat. Like I'm just in the mood for, you know, talking to another another, you know, native English speaker and, you know, I'm feeling social. And she was like, mm-hmm. yeah, that sounds great. And I was like, so we can meet at like a wine bar here because we're in the same town. We can meet in a wine bar or something. And she was like, yeah, okay, okay. Sounds great. I'll see you tomorrow. So um, the next day comes. It's about an hour before the date. And she texts me and she's like, oh, I'm sorry, but I, I can't, I can't, um, I can't actually leave my, I can't leave my villa today. Because uh, I'm, I'm not really feeling a bit off. I'm feeling a bit off, but I, I don't want to stop. I don't want to cancel the date. So maybe you can uh, come and meet me at my villa. Like I've got like a nice, uh, a nice balcony, and uh, it's like quite nice here. And I'm like, I was like, just like a little bit suspicious that like, or maybe she's just trying to sort of, you know, get me over for like a sex date, you know? And she's not actually okay. sick at all. But it's like, I gave her the benefit of the doubt, which is a great expression we've had before. It's when you choose to trust that what someone's saying maybe it's true, rather than just assume that they're lying to you. So I gave her the benefit of the doubt. And then she was like, oh, and you can pick up the wine on the way. And uh, also, I have a swimming pool, so we can go skinny dipping. Okay. 
<laughs> and skinny dipping means to swim naked. And I was like, uh, okay, not, <laughs> not so sure about skinny dipping, but whatever. And then so I'm on my way uh, there and I had to pick up wine. Wine is really expensive in Bali, but that's another story. Got some wine in my scooter and I was driving up there trying not to die in my scooter. And then she texts me and she's like, oh, by the way, uh, I told the receptionist that you're my boyfriend coming to visit from Australia um, so that she will like take you to my room. So just go, go along with it. And to go along with something means like just like continue the the part, the role that you're playing. And I was like, oh, this is getting more and more weird, but <laughs> okay. So I, I turn up at this at this place. It was actually a really nice, nice hotel. And I was like, hey, I'm Kristen's uh Kristen's boyfriend. Just flew over from Brisbane. <laughs> so if you could take me to her room, that would be awesome. And so they took me to her room and uh she was there and she gave me a hug and she's like, Hello, nice to meet you. And I was like, Yeah, yeah, nice to meet you. And we're, we sit at the table outside, um, and I, I had this big, uh, big wad of money. Wad mm -hmm. is a W A D, and it's when you have a big thing of notes of money, um, like just uh, not in a wallet, right? You just like you're just holding them, kind of fresh, not fresh. Fuck, what's the word? Just in your hand, like loose, I suppose. Yeah, loose. You're just holding uh, this massive, uh, this massive, the massive thing of cash. And I was like, oh, hey, can I put my cash somewhere so it doesn't like fly away? And she's like, "Oh, sure. You can, um, you can put it. Uh, you can put it by the by the nightstand. That'll be a good place for it later." I was like, "Okay, what the fuck? Like a good place for it later?" And she was like, "Yeah, you know." And I was like, uh, <laughs> "I don't know <laughs> what is going on." And I was like, "Okay, I'll just put. I'll put it in there somewhere." And then we were, we were talking, and she was like, oh, do you want to go in the pool? And I was like, sure, but I'm not going skinny dipping. And she's like, oh, really? But it looks like you have a really nice body. <laughs> and I was like, oh, uh -huh. thanks. Uh, you know, I've been working out for three months, so <laughs> I'm glad you appreciate. And, um, and then she was like, you know, you have a really attractive smile. And I'm not, I don't know about you, Chris, but I'm not used to a girl complimenting me that much it was like every five minutes it was something you know so i get in the pool in the end yeah in the end i got in the pool i had a glass of wine i was like fuck it go with the flow and then she sort of came up to me and she's like well don't don't you want a hug and i was like oh shit it's going down it's going down i was like ah okay and then she sort of gave me a hug and then she was like do you know what i i really enjoy jacob and I was like, no. She's like, I just love giving guys blowjobs. <laughs> okay. She just said that in the I, pool. It sounds like it's a pretty, this date has gone pretty well. Uh, to be honest, Chris, she was like, I was getting like uh, weird vibes. Um, like kind of crazy girl vibes from this. She okay. did not, I was not getting like, this is like a normal person kind of vibe. You know, I'm getting like, something is a bit off with this girl. Right. And, um, then she basically tries to tries to make things happen, and I was like, "I'm sorry, I'm not you know, not really feeling it." Um, it was just a bit of a weird situation, and I had to sort of excuse myself and awkwardly leave. And uh, that's the end, basically. Um, but she really, really tried, and I, I felt really bad, like you know, rejecting someone. But I was like, "Uh huh." 
it was just the vibe was wrong, Chris. If you had been there, you'd you would have done the same thing as me. I think it was just uh, it felt weird. It was not a good time, and uh, that that's that Tinder story. Okay, well, I'm yeah. sorry to hear, man, but. Uh... <laughs> I I I I feel like a lot of guys would and like not necessarily including myself in this would be feeling like that's exactly the way that they would want a Tinder story to go. I mean, up until the point yeah. where you like, you know what I mean? Like it, Yeah, I know, she but says something like that like, "All right, yeah, this is this is what Tinder's for. This is what we're this but is the what thing we're doing is, here." Before we met I specifically said that's not what I want, you know. And I, I oh, told okay, her, like, I, was, I was like, "Look, I'm not here for like, you know, some one night stands or some or some stuff. Like, it's just not my style. I'm literally just wanting to, to hang out and have a chat over a glass of wine, you know. That's that's mm-hmm. what I'm looking for." And I re I reiterated that, and that's a good word to reiterate is to say something again. Um, I said it again when I was there. I was like, when she was saying all this stuff, I was like, yeah, but you know, I'm not really like looking for a one night stand, right? Or and mm-hmm. she was like, and she was like, no, I know, I know. And uh-huh. anyway, anyway, she thought you oh, okay? Maybe she thought that you were playing hard to get. <laughs> to play hard to get is like, uh, you know, pretending that you're not interested uh, yeah. because you're like making the other person. Uh, work for it a little bit more uh, yeah. because sometimes like for, for these sorts of people like it's boring to just get what you want straight away uh, they want it to be like a bit of a challenge or something right. so some people play hard to get um, uh, which is I think completely ridiculous uh, and uninteresting and not uh, at all what relations relationships any sort of relationship even a, like a, a one night relationship mm. uh, should be like uh, is you just say what you want and if you're on the same page then you should go for it exactly but a lot of people that's do my that. whole thing Chris yeah because I said exactly uh, what I wanted I was like I want a story for my podcast and I don't want a blowjob <laughs> okay and then she, she sort of heard the opposite <laughs> so that was that can I quickly tell you the other the other main thing that happens? We've got, five, we've got yeah, sure. five minutes. So the other main thing is, um, so I had this scooter, right? And one day I drove down to the other side of the town I was staying, which was Changu, uh, to go to this uh, beach club, or day club. They call them day clubs. Um, I assume you know what these are. It's like these like massive pools and infinity pools and bars and clubs, all sort of, um... oh, shit. What's up? Okay. Nothing. It's just got a low battery on my phone, so it wants to disconnect because I'm using my hotspot and I'm uh-huh. burning my phone. How much have I got? I should be all right. Ah, oh, I've got twenty percent. That's fine. That's fine. Um, so I went to this day club anyway. It was hor- it was a it was a hell hole. I would say a hell hole. Horrible, horrible place. Um, a lot of people would love it, but it was like a constant twenty four hour party. Like I went in there mm-hmm. at like three o'clock. And the shots, uh, they were like, people were going like, shots, shots, shots. And they was like, they were doing like fire extinguishers or something like it over the pool. Not fire extinguishers, but like smoke, very intense smoke guns. Sure, and they were, sh- okay. they were shooting them at people as people were doing shots in the pool. Uh-huh. And there's like, there's like super loud, like rave music, um, like club music. At like three o'clock in the afternoon, I was expecting like a sort of a chill vibe, you know, like you're chilling out on the, by the side of the pool, have a cocktail, look at the surfers. But no, it was like shots, shots, shots. Anyway, so I left that place, went back to my scooter 
Actually, hold on b- before we do just another thing to put like we've talked about this that like that sounds actually great like doing that during the day like three doing that at yeah. three o'clock in the afternoon i would much rather do it at three o'clock in the afternoon than at three o'clock in the morning oh yeah me too you know too. like a partying early because it sounds like okay you can get all your partying out and then seven o'clock in the evening it's like all right, yeah I'm yeah tired i got day drunk that's a lot of fun i'm gonna go back to the hotel room now and just yeah, die yeah. uh that's fine um yeah we're on the same page there um but i just wasn't in that mood and also i was there by myself mm. so i had no one to do shots with um so i went back to my bike and then i had this horrible moment that i couldn't find my key for the for the bike for the scooter and I was like, what the fuck can I... Because it wasn't in my normal part of the bag where it usually was. Mm. So I like empty, I emptied my bag. I checked everywhere. No key. And I was like, it wasn't in my pockets. And I was like, fuck, I really don't have this key. And the, the bike was like in some like random car park that did not look safe at all. So I went back into the, uh, the, the day club place and I told the guys, they're like, look, I've lost my key. Because what happened is... Um, I'd gone into the pool, and when I was in the pool, I give I had given my bag to the bartender. And I was like, hey, do you mind looking after my bag for a couple of minutes whilst I go to the pool? And he seemed like a nice guy. He's like, yeah, sure, I'll put it behind the, behind the bar for you. And I was like, sweet, that's great. And that's the only time I didn't see it. So I was like, maybe he took my key. I don't know mm. why, but like maybe that's just a thing they do. Um... So they couldn't help me find it. I asked them to check the security cameras. Like, well, you must have cameras, right? So I gave my bag. I know exactly the time I gave my bag to this guy. So could you check it? And they were like, sure, it'll take two hours. And I was like, fuck. So I sat there. After 15 minutes, he came back. He's like, no, couldn't find anything. And I was like, you said it was going to take two hours. It took 15 minutes. That's a bit suspicious. But anyway, I was kind of freaking out because I was like, what am I going to do? Like, this bike's going to get stolen. I'm on the other side of the town. I'm about like an hour walk away from where I live. Um, and I was just not feeling good. I was like, I'm not in the mood for this shit, you know. There was this guy at the day club, and I told him I'd mention him on the podcast, called Iki. Uh, I-Q-I, Iki. Um, and he was like a really nice guy. And he's like, I can see you're really freaking out. Like, I'm really sorry about this. Um, I, I can maybe help you tomorrow, like in my free time. Like I start work at 12, but I can meet you at like 9. And I can like help you find a guy who can like replace the key and you know, we can sort it out. And I was like, really? Like in your free time? Like, you know, I really appreciate you wanting to help, but I don't want to waste your personal free time. Mm. And he's like, no, bro, it's fine. I was in the same thing happened to me once. It's totally cool. And he gave me his Instagram. Um, and I told him I would plug him on the show to get him some followers. Uh, so I was going to find him on Instagram. What's his name? But um, he, like, was with me for, like, the whole time I was at the club freaking out. And it wasn't even his job, by the way. It wasn't even his thing. Um, so, yeah, his, uh, his Instagram is, oh, Aliki Opus. Aliki, A-L-I-Q-I Opus. He has a very uh, modelly looking, oh, yeah, I've not even looked, checked out his Instagram, but quite nice. Um, so I met him the next morning. I had to, like, oh, yeah. So I, I had to get home somehow, Chris. So I mm-hmm. took, and you know, in Bali, they don't really have like normal taxis because everything's on, on a scooter. So what they have is scooter taxis. Sure. And, and so you get on the back of this scooter and they drive you back to your place. So I did that. And oh my God, like it was 10 times more scary than when you're driving yourself because you can't put your feet down. 
you can't move, you can't do anything, you just have to sort of trust that this guy's not going to crash. I almost shit myself. I was so scared. It was really scary. He took me back home. <laughs> and that night is the night that Barley Belly decided to happen. Okay. That, that night, fortunately not, not diarrhea, but I started throwing up. I was like throwing up all night, like really bad. I felt awful. And I felt so bad. And I was all I was thinking was, fuck, how am I going to go and pick up my bike tomorrow morning when I'm throwing up all over the place? But anyway, I had to wake up in the morning feeling sick as hell. Got another taxi back to the, the meet the guy. Met the guy. He was having, I met him in a cafe with his girlfriend. They were having like eggs and avocados. And I'm looking at it, trying not to throw up over the table. And I'm like, Jacob, keep it together. <laughs> You've mm. got to get your bike fixed. In the end, they helped me find a guy. This dude came, made me a new key somehow. He just sort of like had some wires and put them in the thing. And then he made a, made a key. Really talented young guy. Got my bike fixed. And um, yeah, that's the end of the story. But basically, I was freaking out, sick, no, no, no bike key. I thought, I thought the bike was going to be stolen. I was going to have to pay for the whole thing. And that's when I decided, fuck this Bali trip. I'm coming to Australia. <laughs> I had enough of a third world country or a third world <laughs> yeah. uh, place. And it's like, I, all right, that's it. I need to go back to civilization. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't want to say that, but that, that's exactly what it was. I was like, I can't deal with this. It's just, I'm not into it. So, yeah. So now I know I'm not a Bali fan. I saw some monkeys. That was interesting. Mm-hmm. But I was really, do you know what I realized on that on that trip? That I just don't give a fuck. I was like, I just don't need to see this stuff. You know, sure. like you see like these like famous places and stuff, and I'm there and I'm like, I just don't need it. I much I much have a much better time having a beer or not beer, having a having a wine or a cider with some cool people, having a nice chat. It doesn't matter to me if I'm walking through a fucking monkey forest or in some famous rice fields. It's just stuff, isn't it? I was like, I don't really care. I don't really care. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. I, I do feel kind of similar about uh, about certain places. Um, and yeah, like uh, the example I always bring up is India. Like there are things about India that I'd really like to go to and see and whatever. But like I just on balance, I don't think it'd be worth it. Yeah. Uh, I don't um, on, like all of balance, the, all of the things. Mm. Uh, so yeah, on, on balance, meaning like when when you consider all of the options, when you consider all of the things that are involved in this, yeah, it's like yeah, I, it's it's not. I all the horror stories that I've heard, uh, both from like actual friends that have been there, and then just like reading people's accounts of being there. It's like I. I just don't think it's worth the effort. Like, I don't need to do that. Like, there are there are other things and other places that I'd probably rather go to. And, you know, yeah. if that makes me uh, uh, too addicted to modernity or whatever, then it's what like, the okay, well, addicted then that's, to what? that's my cr- modernity. I have no idea what that is. What is that? Modernness. Oh. Okay. Modernity is being modern. Never heard that before. But okay. Really? You haven't heard that as a word? Okay, so Never. modernity is just being modern. That's it. Um, okay. Uh, so, yeah, if that, makes me, if, if that makes me too addicted to modernity, then whatever. I guess, I guess that's my cross to bear. That's mm. my issue to deal with, and I'll just have to deal with it. And you know what? I think I'll deal with it just fine. Yeah. <laughs> Don't need it. Yeah. Anyway, so, um, so that was a beautiful episode 49. So... Uh, and actually, this is working really well. Like, there's no lag whatsoever on my side. 
No, no, it was I feel, perfectly I feel fine like we're me. in the same room. It's amazing. I think it's because yeah, of this yeah. amazing internet. I'm hoping it will stay the same as I go down the coast because I'm in Bali. I'm in. Uh, I'm in Cairns until Sunday. So on Thursday, I'm going to the rainforest. Really looking forward to that. And on Saturday, I'm going to the Great Barrier Reef. Also, really looking forward to that. It's like my two trips I've got planned. And then on Sunday, I'm taking a week off teaching because I, I I just can't teach. I'm teaching this week. But I just can't teach as I'm traveling down the coast. It's, it's, it would be just too insane. Sure. Um, so I'm going to take a week off from teaching and travel from Cairns down to Noosa. Um, so our next episode will be from Noosa. And I'll be able to tell okay, you about then. some some other stuff. You can tell All me right, about your fantastic. next strawberry picking experience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So guys, uh, really hope... Anything else you want to mention, Chris, before we sign off? Oh, uh, no, 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 no. I think uh, that's all good. Okay, cool. Well, something I forgot to mention is Speak Like Me. We're a language school <laughs> in Prague, and we make English courses for Czech people. You can check out everything on our website. Uh, we have amazing video courses, which are all up for free on YouTube right now. So you can check out Speak Like Me on YouTube. And each course has its own awesome leaflet as well with all little boxes just giving a summary of each rule. And they are currently for, for free to download on our website, speaklikeme.cz forward slash leaflet. So make sure to check that out there really really good and they're not going to be free forever um you can also check us out on instagram we're speak like me prague on instagram and what would make us really happy if you enjoyed the episode was to give us would be to give us some stars on apple podcasts or spotify they make us really happy and really help us uh, to find new people to teach as well if you'd like to learn with us in person you can we have lessons every evening monday to thursday five until seven o'clock five to six and six to seven in our office in wenceslas square these classes are happening now, so you can come and try a free trial lesson. Bez Zavazku, no strings attached. And you can have a glass of wine, meet some teachers, have a nice chat. The lessons are very conversational and fun, very similar to the podcast, but with you. Um, and that's pretty much it, guys. Uh, we've also got our app, the Speak Like Me app, with a bunch of words that you can learn. on. That's on Apple App Store and Google Play. <laughs> and... Uh, Last thing is, if you have any questions for us about grammar or words or Australia or Bali or anything or strawberry picking, whatever you want to know, you can email us at podcast at speaklikeme.cz and we'd be really happy to get some listener questions because we ain't had any for a long time. It's been a really, really long time, hasn't it? I'm starting to think they're like going to... Sp I've checked the spam. There's nothing in there. I think people just don't care. So... Uh, <laughs> It would be really nice if you emailed us. That would make me happy. Anyway, guys, so that's it. Hope you enjoyed episode 49. We'll be back in two weeks' time for episode 50. Should we do something special for episode 50, Chris? Or uh, I mean, <laughs> whatever special can be done over... Yeah, what you know. the fuck can we do? Yeah. We'll figure it out. We'll think yeah. of something. Yeah. I mean, something I could do. I've only got the one microphone with me, but I could do like a little five-minute interview with an Australian here. I'm not really sure why. That would, I'm not sure why that would be useful. Or why that would be fun. But uh, maybe I could sort of like stop random Australians oh, on the street with the microphone and be like, "Hey, what's your most favourite Australian word?" Okay. Oh, I don't. I don't know. We, I've not. We really need to come up with a more detailed list yeah, of questions. But some, yeah, something yeah, funny. Something. Something funny. I, I try and come up with something, guys. All right, Chris, thanks for joining. Um, thanks for being here. It's nice to see no you worries. again after it's two nice weeks. nice to catch up to you. Glad yeah. that you're still uh, safe and sound and enjoying yeah. yourself, more or less. Yeah, <laughs> more or less, yeah. So wish me luck surviving the next two weeks and uh, looking forward to the next episode. 
All right, we too. Thank you very much for listening, guys. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you in episode 50. Ciao, ciao. Bye.